Welcome to the Ambitious Broker Podcast, where elite real estate professionals share their secrets to success, discuss topics impacting their industry, and gain professional development insights. Enjoy today's episode. Uh, welcome, everyone, to uh, today's version of Ambitious Broker. Uh, today, we have with us uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, Neil Weichel. And uh, Neil isn't uh, a real estate agent. He's a, a phenomenon. And that is to the tune of something like 4,500 houses sold. Uh, he's averaging about 170 houses per year. And I think that for 15, 20 years, You've been the top person for Remax in California, one of them, aren't you? I mean, well, the way they do it now, Roger, is you've got small teams, medium teams, large teams. If you yeah. were to go back to when I started at Remax uh, in '94, um, I would, I would, I suppose, be the agent that's produced the most real estate, sold the most real estate. Right. But now you've got these teams that are, you know, quite large. Right. Right. So uh, I doubt that, uh, you know, if you just looked at units, I would still be the top There's still a lot of units, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, you know, mm-hmm. quite honestly, we do them in a very small – I mean, mm-hmm. it's mostly, you know, me and a couple of people. It's not, you know, a 20, 25, 30-person right. right. team. So It's not even fair to call them teams, really. Yeah, they're that, brokerages, really. They're offices within offices. Yeah, yeah. sure. And yeah. they're very efficient. I mean, it's – you know, I, I, I'm mm-hmm. studying them very carefully right now because our industry has been changing rapidly over the last five years. And some very good friends of mine have made the decision to go from being the Neil Weichel model mm-hmm. to the – you know, much larger model, and that works for them, and and they seem very happy. So it's you know it's a fascinating time in real estate. That's what are you sure. thinking? Um, well, I'm you know I have more years behind me than I do in front of me. So mm-hmm. the Neil Weichel Group, which is how I branded uh, my team, um, will exist whether I'm involved in the day to day or not. I'm still very much involved in the day to day. Last year we worked uh, really hard. We sold 200 houses. And, um, you know, it's just a wacky year all the way around for yes, so many reasons, but it was a very busy year. And this year I expect to be the same, but I wrote a two year plan that ends at the end of 2022. And at that point, um, I will not be going on, you know, 130 listing appointments a year. Right. And so, you do that now. I do. You do. How many do you lose? Uh, I'm right at about 90%. That so, you win. That you win. Oh yeah. 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 So you lose 10%. About. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty consistent number. I've been between 86 and 92% for about 15 years. Right. Let me tell you why I'm doing this okay. show. This is not a show that's designed to be some kind of a moneymaker or anything of that nature at all uh, or to, you know, to break any kind of viewing records. When I first started, I met a guy who, and I've told the story on some of the other shows, I met a guy who, uh, who I just hooked up with. He worked at a different company. And I was door knocking. His name kept coming up. And uh, I called the guy up and I said, you know, I, I got to talk to you, man, because I, I'm, I'm meeting people and uh, uh, everyone's talking about you. And I got to know what you know that I need to know. And uh, I called the guy up and he was a superstar, a well-known uh, person in the industry. And the guy was gracious as hell. He said, And he just took time with me. We did lunch and then we actually became friends. And uh, over time, pr- probably in real estate the most influential person for me personally. Oh, wow. At least in terms of my sales career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, I think back at how many times we had a chance to talk to people like that 
uh, or like you. You're a busy guy. And by the way, thank you very much. I, I know you're busy, man. And to come <laughs> in and to share with it, uh, you know, is is special. And we appreciate it. I hope that uh, that there'll be people who uh, will dial in and, and get to have a chance to at least have, you know, a long lunch with you today, uh, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so my whole idea is to say – uh, is to get get mindset out to people as much as anything. We're not going to teach in an hour or an hour and change how to close and how to give listing presentations, but we can talk about the the personal makeup. You know what it is that makes something you know special. And and, and I want to be kind of transparent with everyone. I've known you since the day you started in real estate. You were my first broker, and um, and so we've known each other for a long time. And uh, w- while we've not been social friends per se. Uh, we, uh, you know, I've always watched you from afar, and after I sold my company, uh, it, you know, paced you very closely, and I'm very proud of what you've done uh, you. as a just a business person. So, uh, with that in mind, um, I can I got to tell you a story, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I remember specifically, and I've told people this when you first when I first saw you in a training class, um, and I went in, I did a couple sessions with the group. And um, you stood out at that class. Uh, and the reason you stood out, and, and I always would, it was interesting to me to test my instinct. You walk in, you talk to people, you see faces, mm-hmm. you see them respond to things and so forth. And I've told people uh, afterwards that when you came in, I felt like you were a person from a previous, had a previous career, so to speak. And mm-hmm. we'll talk about that in a minute. And... Uh, and when you came into real estate, I had a sense that you were licking your chops almost like, oh my goodness, this is this is this is little league. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I thought it was little league, but but I'll tell you the reason why I chose at that time R. R. Gable was because um, you talked a lot about training and you know, at that time, there really wasn't anybody talking about training. And I came from a corporate sales background where training was mandatory uh, and emphasized and important. And um, to me, I, I, I didn't understand the real estate business. I didn't know anything. And my thought was, is the sooner I learn how this business works, A, I will know whether I'm going to pursue it or not. Because what you don't know is I had two jobs, actually three, but two jobs when I started with R. Gable. And Mm -hmm. the next six months was me deciding whether I was going to, whether real estate was the right fit for me. Really? Because, yeah, because I was at an age where, you know, I was in my late 20s where um, whatever I decided to transition into, I was going to be my career. Right. And I candidly didn't think a lot about real estate. My wife certainly didn't think a lot about real estate. She had experience working with builder developers and and real estate agents and she didn't think highly of the profession of real estate agents. Right. You know, she was saying things like what about medical sales or what about, you know, really? what about financial investments and stuff. And I, you know, I certainly candidly I think I could have gone into whatever I wanted to, but um the appeal of real estate to me was the ability to have my own business and perhaps most importantly, Roger, not have somebody tell me what I could not couldn't do, as long as I was following the rules, obviously, right. and how much money I was going to make. And that's the problem with corporate sales. They always tell you, and if you get really good at it, they start telling you you made too much money. Right. Right? I mean, it doesn't matter. You pick the industry. Oh, yes. It's all that way. So. What appealed to me about real estate was the ability to do both. And in the six months I started with you in May of 91, I'll never forget this. Um, 
by January of 92, I was making more money in real estate than I was in my corporate job. And I had a pretty good job. Um, and I was very clearly about to blow up because people were starting to call me. Right. And I had managed my time where I worked six to one at my job because it was based on the East Coast. And then I would do real estate in the afternoon. And it just got to the point where I was working seven days a week and, and 14, 15 hours a day. Uh, and so anyway, I cut the cord in, in February of 92 and said, okay, goodbye company car, goodbye expense account, goodbye guarantees, right. out, goodbye benefits. We just had our second baby at the time, you know, goodbye health insurance. Right. Anyway, so that's uh, that's really where it all started. But our Gable and, and your mm-hmm. philosophy specifically of let's train these people, let's get them, mm-hmm. you know, technology, let's be a forward-thinking company, all that resonated with me and, um, you know, it was a good start. You know, it's interesting when uh, – uh, when we first started, when I first started the company, my real estate company, uh, we for five years we we did not hire a new salesperson, and I basically said I'm not going to do it until I can train people better than anyone else in the industry is training people, mm. and that meant at that time uh, I don't know if yours was a three or four week program. Do you remember at the time? It was a month. A month, yeah. So we had a four week, we had a three week, and then we had a four week full time program. So for someone to come and work at R.R. Gable, which was my company at the time. Had to had to make a decision about uh, why would I go there and 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 spend all that time when I could go down at Century Twenty One and start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I've had a lot of people, even in the last couple of years, say to me, it, 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 "Do you are, are you surprised at how many of the people who came out of your company has gone on to do extremely well?" Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and and it's a very high percentage. We're very proud of it. And uh, I says, "But I got to be honest with you, I think." Is I'm proud of what we put together. Proud, proud, proud of the training program, but your success has come, you know, not because of that so much as as what you've done with yourself afterwards. And we're going to talk about that. But the the interesting part of the story, I think, with, to you would be interesting, is that I said to people, you know, I'd like to take credit for everybody's success, but I think the moment someone has to make a decision about. I'm going to go spend four weeks to learn something mm-hmm. when I don't have to. Mm-hmm. That one little thing all the difference in the world. So oddly enough, our training program, I think, brought out the winners. It attracted people to us. And who, who like you, said, God has some training. And you and you looked at it probably as that's all. That's yeah. all there is. And, and yet it most, was the most in the industry. In most industries that would be that would be nothing. I mean if you went if you wanted to be a stockbroker, for example, you know, your training would be a two year program before you can get a series right. seven license. Right. You know, so it, it, any, you know, really structured professional sales job. And let's face it, real estate is a sales job. The minute right. you think that it's not, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're not going to do very well. Right. Well, all business is a sales business. It, it, well, all business has a sales component. But right. real estate specifically, when somebody hires me yeah. to sell their home, they're hiring me to sell their home. And that means mm-hmm. I have to do a very good job of working with all the other agents, uh, with the buyers that might have an interest in that, and with communicating Right. Especially if I need to guide and advise that seller. Hey, we're a little high on price or, hey, you know, let's let's do this to make it show a little better or whatever. All of that is selling. 
Right. Every single thing we do is selling, selling an agent uh, on showing a property, selling them on making an offer, selling a client, a seller, if it's a seller, uh, on things they need to do to their home. Sometimes they don't want to do what I tell right. them to do, Roger, but I know it's going to put more money in their pocket and give them a better experience. So if I right. can do it in a in a soft way, in a way that, that appeals to whatever their personality style is, then they're going to do it and they're going to have a better experience and they're going to write me a nice review and everybody's going to be happy at the end of the day, which of course is the objective. But it, the, the thing that... that that is interesting about real estate, and it was interesting in 1991, and it's still interesting today, is people don't want to talk about the sales aspect of it. It is a straight sales job. That's true. Right? You are interviewing for the job of selling that client's home, or if you're going to help somebody buy a home, you want to have their confidence that you're going to take them from point A to point B, tell them what they need to do, guide them in their best interest, and have a successful closing. Right. Otherwise, you don't get a check, and they don't get a house. Right. <laughs> That's all how, how much? How much... How much is selling in the transaction, closing lines and things like that, and how much of it uh, is is just building a aura of credibility, moving into these relationships? Yeah, I mean, I think if what you're asking is is you know how good do you have to be at closing? You know, my close is always the same. Do you want me to get my photographer on the phone right now so we can get started? <laughs> that, that's my close. I don't have some big wind up. Um, right. Mike Ferry, who you know well, yeah. will tell you that um, of the three P's, the three things that all real estate people need to do, which is prospect, present, and 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 and, and perform for the closing. Um, the closing is the inevitable result. It's the least important, right? Mm -hmm. It's the presentation. If you make a good presentation that's question-based and, and based on what's best for the client, the client is going to hire you. It's a, it's just like, all right, Neil, where, you know, where do we sign? Right. You know, it's, it's, it's rare that you have to go through close one, close two. Now, sometimes you do if commission comes up or, or uh, pricing comes up. You know, there may be some closing questions around that. But no, it's all – when you talk about an aura, all that is is your presentation. Yeah. You know, I what did you look like when you showed up and, and how did you present, you know, what you're going to do for the client? And when you sat down at the table and, and went through the pricing strategy, um, you know, but how you much walk, you follow? walk in to everything today with a reputation. I do now. Yes, yeah, sure. you do now. Sure. And so well, that, that helps. Most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I present, whether it be a buyer or a seller, to a fair amount of people, especially these days, um, that don't know me. Right, they maybe Googled me, or they buyer maybe side Googled, especially buyer side. Right. We're doing some some marketing right now that is we've never done before. I'm spending money that I've never spent before, um, mostly as part of this transition uh, to where a a steady stream of leads will come in, and it's happening right now as we speak. And uh, those people don't know Neil Weichel from Roger Hans. They don't. Right. They don't care. They want to care about the house on Apple Street, right? Right, or whatever it may be. Right. So you know, oh, you're the number one agent in Santa Clarita for 21 years in a row. Great. I could give a rip. Right. <laughs> Show me the house. Right. <laughs> and are and so is that changing your 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 dialogue at all? I mean, you 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 have to be thinking about these people don't know me. They've never seen me. Mm -hmm. They don't know me. And now you have to think about. This is a little different approach. Well, my buyer script is always the same. It's 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 because most buyers don't know me. Even even if they are, let's say, a referral from a past client, I'm going to ask, especially if they don't live in the what brings you to Santa Clarita? What's the time frame? What are you looking for in a home? You know, what's your time frame? Who's the lender you're working with? I mean, all the basic buyer pre-qualification questions. Um, whether they know me or don't know me or, or, or have no idea who I am or, or how many homes we sell. Um, you know, sometimes they're just trying to go directly to the listing agent. Right. And of course, then I've got a whole script for that. So, you know. So be, let's, let's start at the beginning here. Um, sure. So you were 
You were working corporate jobs. Mm-hmm. That's what I remembered mostly yeah. uh, about you. And you you look at this real estate thing, and you and you see that boy, you know that world over there where I make a fraction of the money is much more structured, much more. And then you come over here and you say, oh well, let's see here. I gotta I gotta learn. Mm-hmm. But you were looking at the competition a little bit, and you were seeing a lack of structure, a lack of motivation, any of that stuff. Did you feel that about the world that you were entering? Um, it took me probably. Oh gosh. I'm going to say probably six months to realize that 10% of the agents were good and to be respected and that I could learn from and I thought highly of. Maybe 30% were okay. You know, maybe good people. Nice people, sweet people. Work, work. Okay, you know, no right. knew what they were doing at least, right. and then sixty percent. I honestly had no idea why they were in the business at all. I, I, I felt like it was because they didn't know where else to go. Is that there was more, no commitment? No, more true today than it was then, or um, actually, I, I I think it's probably pretty similar today, with right. the exception being that it's you know, it's pretty easy to sell a few houses and stay in this business and make forty fifty grand, right? Um. You know, uh, back then the average sales price was you know one seventy five, one eighty, one ninety, two hundred grand. Right. You know, today it's seven. <laughs> right. So you know, I, I don't. I honestly don't know. I don't spend as much time with the agents, the other agents as I used to. Yeah, right. So 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 you leave. You get out of training class. Yep. You spend a month at it. You get into um, you know your office in Valencia, and um, uh, and what's the first thing you start doing? So. Um, you know, you were here, Glenn Rollins was my local broker, and mm-hmm. I said, okay, Glenn, I just learned all the tech side. I know how to run the MLS. I know how to run contract. Great, but I need sales training now. What? Where is any, you know, pulled out these, this box of action workshop tapes from Mike Ferry and said, listen to these. Uh, and I had been through lots of sales training in my previous job, so I understood that completely and took to it right away. Right. And uh, what I would do is, at least at the beginning, I would work my day job until uh, about 1 o'clock, have lunch, and then I would come here and I would either make calls or knock on doors. And then on uh, weekends, I would do open houses every weekend. So you were cold three. calling, door knocking. Mm-hmm. Now, did you build a farm? There was Classic an area. Farm. There was an area that I worked, uh, an area of Saugus that I worked, and it wasn't very long before I was the number one agent in Saugus. Uh, in fact, I think my first full year, I was I was the number one agent in R.R. Gable. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I started to you know. I would go door to door with always something in my hand, something, you know, a new listing I had taken or a house that was going to be open that weekend. You know, right. hey, if you want to stop by, I'd love to talk to you. If you know anybody looking to move into the area, you know, people could see I was working. So, you know, it didn't you take long. You think that's it? I'm people, sorry? People, you think that's it? People need to know you're working. Don't you think that's what the public wants? Boy, I think so. I hope so. Well, I think they do. And yeah. I think the public's more educated than ever. You have to remember back then the public had no access to the MLS. Right. Cell phones weren't used. Every offer was presented in person. The amount of information that the public had, they had nothing. So right. if I showed up at your door and said, hey, I just listed the home around the corner for 310. Uh, you know, it's the largest model in the neighborhood. And, and, and we're looking for people that might be interested in moving to a larger home. When do you plan on moving? Um, you know, people will go, hey, we've been, I mean, the first, I'll never forget the first listing I ever took. The guy was moving to Vegas. And uh, the first call, sign call I get is from a client, or ends up being one of my best clients, down the street. Neil, we've always wanted to, to, to get a bigger home in the neighborhood, but we have a friend that's going to sell ours, but could you come talk to us about maybe buying, you know, and off you go. Right. Right. So just working deep 
uh, into those neighborhoods. Um, you know, it didn't take long before I knew Saugus like the back of my hand. Because right. when you're going door to door, you learn it pretty quick. Right. Yeah. And did you you, you stayed you, you focused in a small area, thousand houses, five hundred houses? Yeah, it was all about, of Saugus. It was about it was about fifteen hundred homes. Fifteen hundred homes. Yeah, and uh, so you were going back and getting people to know who you. were. Your objective is know me. Inside of six months, everybody knew who I was. So In, inside of a year, they were calling me. Were you mailing? Uh, no. Spending money? Mm-hmm. Just all just showing I didn't have face. any money to spend. Got it. No, it was just face-to-face. I had this kind of odd idea for a long time, Roger, that um, it was much – well, it was kind of a Mike Ferry idea, really. It's much more profitable uh, to – just go out and meet people than it is to mail them and expect that they're going to call you. Right. The return on that wasn't high enough for somebody that, A, I didn't have anything else to do anyway, and B, right. um, I didn't really have the money to invest in in that kind of stuff. And it was drilled into my head, you know, that realtors, by and large, make a dollar and spend a dollar ten. I mean, it took... I think probably six or seven years before I even committed to the little real estate book that used to be around back right. then, which was a wonderful, wonderful thing. Back then, before the internet, you know, people called off that all the time. Uh, I did a little homes and land for a while because I liked the guy, but that wasn't as effective as the real estate book. And then, of course, by the 2000s, the internet started mm-hmm. to come in and, and changed everything. Right. So, what did you do different then with the internet? Yeah. Um, Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, it's a long time ago now. It's almost 20 years. Right. I think just really use the technology that existed to be more productive. Um, I went back and did a kind of a retrospective on my career. And uh, because last year, I wanted to see if last year was the biggest year I'd ever had for, for production. Right. In terms of money, it was. In terms of units, it wasn't. It was It was third. But the year that I did the most transactions, I did 220, it was me, two assistants, and one buyer agent. It almost killed us. And I mean, I'll never forget it. It's, I remember going home at night just being mentally nothing left. I mean, nothing left. But the only reason I could do 220 transactions in 2002, whereas I couldn't necessarily do that um, you know, three or four years before, was technology. It mm-hmm. was you presented offers by fax and then right. by email, right? right? Think about it. You know this. Yeah. You had to present every offer in person for the first seven years of my real estate career. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Every night you're presenting an offer. Half my business was buyers. Half of it was sellers. Yeah, people come in today. They don't have a clue about those little nuances. Oh, well, yeah. cell phones. I yeah. mean, think about this. You had a pager. Remember pagers? Sure. Yeah, 2860151. I still remember <laughs> it on my belt when I was in your training thing, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, a cell phone alone allowed you to be more efficient. So all the things that the Internet did really just allowed you a better use of your time. Right. It didn't necessarily uh, mean that you were going to change your marketing dramatically, um, although certainly in time it was very clear that the role of a buyer agent had changed and it was very clear that uh, uh, the public had access to information that they didn't have before. They were going to tell you what they wanted to see, not the other way around. Right, right. Um, you know, it really, it, it just changed everything. I mean, today's millennial, if you will, whether it be an agent or a buyer or a seller, you know, they just, I've got a, uh, uh, my youngest and newest hire, I hired him uh, a little over a year ago. Um, he's 33 and he's very tech savvy, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And he just, he has no idea what it was like. And he just, to him, he shudders to think of how inefficient, right, our industry used to be, 
right? And it was. Yeah. It was. I mean, our contracts were in quadri- – you know, press hard. You're making three copies. Right. Remember that? Right. <laughs> well, the good news is there were only two pages. <laughs> yeah. Four, I think. But yeah, still, your pages, point yeah. is well taken. Yeah. You yeah. know, now it's all DocuSign. I mean, yeah. DocuSign alone makes your life so much easier, right? Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Ambitious Broker Podcast, where elite real estate professionals share their secrets to success, discuss topics impacting their industry, and gain professional development insights. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please rate it and leave a review.